Three Dog Thursday on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of Shows is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds in every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and get a $500 risk-free sports bet by downloading the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com to start winning today. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com to get a $500 risk-free bet from us at Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We're also brought to you in part by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you in part by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is DFS simplified. Head over to PrizePicks.com, use the promo code SGP, get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. And we're brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to BetterFantasy.com SGPN. That's better, B-E-T-T-O-R, fantasy.com, slash S-G-P-N. And we're also brought to you in part by the S-G-P-N app. Just enter S-G-P-N in the App Store or the Google Play Store to download it today. Football fans, it's time to go on the record for this week's matches in pro and college football with just one catch. We're only interested in underdogs. Who can keep it close if not pull the outright upset? Time to find out. It's Three Dog Thursday. Now here's your host, TJ Reeves. Yes, indeed. We are back for another fun-filled edition and ready to talk mucho underdogs here on the only digital radio show and podcast you need covering the teams that are less thought of, likely the road team, getting some points in college football and the pros. It is Three Dog Thursday. I am the somewhat capable host. Straight ahead, Brian Edwards, senior handicapper from Vegas Insider. MajorWager.com's very own. He's smarting. He's got a black armband on right now for Todd Grantham being dismissed at Florida. What in the world is the wrong with his gators since last we talked to him? Uh, we will talk to him here about that and get some college and NFL underdog selections from him. Glad that you have found us however you did through a social media link, Sports Gambling Podcast, Sports Gambling Podcast network of shows on the app or on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. They promote us. They do a great job. As always, we release on Thursday mornings. Subscribe to the podcast. You get it automatically if you are following or subscribing. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Subscribe away. Podcast comes automatically to you, and we love that. So, again, uh, once once again last week, T.C. Martin on fire, not one, not two, but three NFL underdog outright winners documented on this show. T.C. will be back in the no-huddle underdog. He's only got to give me one this week, but three more for him. My man T.C. has now picked 10 of 11 successful underdogs in the nine weeks on this show. That's incredible. Uh, the, the run that he's on. So we're, we're anxious to see what NFL doggy he has on the no huddle picks coming up later on in the show. I also here on this program was very confident about a couple of college games and both of them came through uh, last week on the program, including 
the Purdue Boilermakers getting it done with Michigan State and Army on the neutral field beating Air Force in the dramatic overtime game. If you were listing on Three Dog Thursday, we were handing out the doggies. You got five more of them off the show uh, from last week. I even agreed with TC on the Atlanta Falcons for my underdog uh, in the NFL against the New Orleans Saints. So that technically counts as a sixth pick, but it was the same team, Atlanta. So you got five more of them last week. We got a standard to uphold. We're ready to get to it. Brian Edwards with me now. No huddle underdog picks coming up as we get rolling. All right, without further delay from Vegas Insider, MajorWager.com. I can see him right now. He does not have on the dark sunglasses, the dark clothes for the funeral for uh, the Gator football season, but it may be about to be coming. Uh, I bring you in to try to bring some cheer into your life because the Gators sure aren't doing that. What in the name of williams Bryce Stadium was that last Saturday night? And now... Grantham, the defensive coordinator's fire. What's up with your Gators? They were supposed to contend this year in the SEC. Not good. Not good since last we talked. How are you? Uh, I'm not good when it comes to that topic. Uh, belatedly, Todd Grantham uh, is gone. If any of your listeners want to go read my article on majorwager.com, I chronicle how pathetic the defensive effort was at LSU and at South Carolina compared to what South Carolina and LSU's offensive have done against every other defense they've faced. Uh, this year, but he finally got rid of him, but now he's lost me. I mean, I still had Mullins back going into Saturday, but now he's lost me, and I think he's lost most. And I, uh, I, I don't think it's – I don't think winning three games impressively uh, down the stretch is going to be enough uh, with all the, uh, the uproar in the fan base. And he's kind of changed his demeanor and tone a little bit since last Wednesday, but I think it's too late. Uh, and the Gators might be coach hunting here. Real, Wait, real how recent. did you get so sour? How did the Gator fan base get so sour on a guy that was in the SEC title game a year ago and had all these expectations that it can be over with eight or nine games into this season? Well, I, I think much of the fan base was in an uproar at the end of last year, which I thought was unfair, very unfair. And I thought it was really unfair any criticism up until the LSU game. And then if you would have fired Grantham and not let him on the airplane in Baton Rouge, I would have been giving him a mulligan on that. <laughs> but then after that nonsense against South Carolina, his continuing recruiting woes. And look, we always knew Mullen wasn't the greatest, you know, he's never going to be a Spurrier like enjoyable personality on the microphone, you know, talking, but, but I was fine with that. We went without touchdowns for a decade and he was giving us touchdowns in bunches but this team, he's lost this team, and it's just cataclysmic mistakes. Or, I mean, we got blown out Saturday, but we should have maybe not won the Georgia game, but we should have been right there in the Georgia game. We ended up more yards and first downs you than Georgia. The other games on we this won. Three Dog Thursday podcast preaching, we will score. We will. Sc- they could not score on the. And you got to give Georgia credit. Nobody's scoring on Georgia, and that, and then it all starts to unravel. And I have said for so many years, you're repeating it here. It's the teams you're losing to as well in these rivalries. If you are losing at Florida to Alabama, to Georgia, to Florida State, it's who you're losing to. He better win that Florida State game coming at the end of the year because that's the final nail. I don't know that's going to help, man. Yeah, maybe not. But that's the final nail if he loses that one probably for this year. And that's incredible off of what he had built up in 2019 and even had some success in 2020 that it could be done. But it might be. 
Yeah, and, and the two losses to LSU the last year, LSU had half their starters out on both sides of the ball, both games. I mean, those were LSU teams. Was LSU was trotting out its JV roster in both of those games. And I saw them against Alabama and that JV roster, whatever you want to call it, with the defense. That's pretty damn the good the other night. Tough. Played the tie tough, and so maybe we give LSU a little more credit uh, on that because it was a one-score game at the end. Again, Ed, Ed Orgeron clock management eludes him. Game management eludes him. Uh, why do you not kick the field goal on fourth and eight with 645 he's to go already the game fired. And two times left. Fired. Yeah, he's already fired. That's true, too. But LSU but I agree with you. Alabama. He should have kicked the field goal. Yes, God, yes. All right, so so much to get to. The SEC is, is unfolding. It seems to be Georgia and everybody else. And, in fact, that's going to lead us right to Three Dog Thursday and Brian Edwards and Underdog Picks. So as much as we're touting the Bulldogs, you're looking right at Tennessee as a home doggy at Neyland Stadium. Are you loving you some big orange here on the first underdog? I am. I made Georgia 14 in this game. I think they're going to get their first 60-minute uh, dog fight of the year. Like Tennessee's only home losses this year are to Pittsburgh, a 41-34 to game, and they were still, you know, Hooker didn't get in that game, I think, until mid-late second quarter, if I'm not mistaken. You know, they were going with Joe Milton. And uh, they lost 31 to 26 to Ole Miss. Um, the only teams that have run away from Tennessee were way early in the year. Or no, no, I'm sorry, is Alabama. But that was a seven point game with 13 minutes left. Um, right. Alabama ended up covering, getting some late touchdowns. But uh, and then they they led Florida 14 to 10. Um, you know, late in the second quarter. And the Gators did not go ahead uh, by more than 10 until 204 left in the third. And uh, look, Georgia thrives on forcing turnovers. And maybe they'll be able to do it to Tennessee. But unlike Florida, unlike some other teams, Hendon Hooker doesn't turn the ball over. He's got a 21 to 2 TDI and T ratio. He's getting more comfortable and better in Josh Heupel's offense as the season goes. And, again, nobody's run away from them at home. And as nasty as Georgia's defense is, and it is, I'm, they have a national title defense, no question about it, period. I still think their offense is, you know, they're beatable because their offense, they can, the quarterbacks can make mistakes. Now, they run the ball well. I think Georgia's going to win. I'm not calling for that right upset. But I think they get a big time. They get their, I think they get their stiffest test of the year uh, Saturday They've scored on everybody they played. They won the shootout game in Lexington with Kentucky last week. That's Kentucky. It's not Georgia, but you're at home. And you also love this because it's not just the 20 and a half. What are you advising on Three Dog Thursday real quick? Oh, by the, by the half point to the key number of 21. But now, hold on. Let's say Georgia scores because their defense sets them up with short fields. Their defense scores. Their special team scores. I mean, they blocked another punt last week. Um, you know, they didn't really have many sustained drives against Florida. They got a touchdown off an onside kick. They got the pick six. They got a fumble. They gave them an 11-yard drive, and they got another turnover. They gave them like a 35-40. yard. I mean, to their credit, but um, you know what I'm getting at. I know what you're getting at, and I know they're the number one team, and they play great defense. That's a lot of points in Knoxville. That's a 3.30 Eastern time game. CBS will have the game on that one. All right, we got a couple of uh, college underdogs that we're toggling back and forth on, you and I. I kind of like one of them with you, so let's see what you're going to end up doing before we get to the NFL. That's both, and they're both at the same time. Boston College at Georgia Tech, 3.30 Eastern time Saturday and also Purdue at Ohio State. Purdue off the Michigan State win at home. Ohio State didn't look so good 
um, in, in the game with Nebraska, even though they won. It was a one-score game the whole fourth quarter. All right, so you're going back and forth between these because Boston College got the win over Virginia Tech last Friday night, 17-3. Georgia Tech lost to Miami. Now they're at home as a slight uh, favorite. Do you prefer one of these over the other for Three Dog Thursday purposes? What What are you liking? They're both going on at the same time, one in the ACC, one in the Big Ten. I think I like Purdue a little bit more, but I'll be on both Boston College uh, and Purdue uh, and Minnesota just to squeeze that one uh, in. I know we don't have a ton of time. Right. but uh, So Purdue is 9-2 and two against the spread as a road underdog during Jeff Brom's tenure, and even more impressive since 2012, Purdue is 25 and eight against the spread in 33 road underdog situations. Ohio State's only wow. two and three against the spread at home. Their last two games, uh, they've won by nine points apiece uh, at Nebraska, at home to Penn State, non covers. Uh, Purdue, whether they're favored or dogs, they're three and one, both straight up and against the spread uh, on the road this year. They took, or they, they, they beat Iowa when they were undefeated. They beat Sparty uh, when they were undefeated. And uh, we can also buy the half point to 21, just like Tennessee. Now we're on the road in this instance, but uh, Purdue's having a hell of a season and got a hell of a defense to be catching this many points. In fact, uh, they're 16th in the nation in scoring D, um, giving up uh, only 18.4 uh, points per game. And then as far as Boston College, it's all about Phil Dracovic and having him back. Now, he didn't have a huge uh, night passing the ball against Vatek. Vatek does have a good defense. They have a terrible offense. But, uh, you know, with Dracovic back, and they might get Trey Berry, their stud tight end, uh, back. He's missed the last two games. He's questionable. But Georgia Tech was only in that game with Miami because Miami lost three fumbles in the first half. Uh, one was a scoop and score for Tech for an easy touchdown. The other one set up Georgia Tech for a, a short touchdown uh, drive. But Georgia Tech at home is one and three, both straight up and against the spread. The only win over Kennesaw State. Now, if somebody wow. wants to call that out, they do have a win over North Carolina, but it was at the Mercedes-Benz Dome where the Falcons play. I guess we could call that a home win. But at Bobby Dodd, their only home win is over Kennesaw State. And in their last five games, home or away, they're one and four, both straight up and against the spread. The only outright win against Duke, the only cover when they got the fortunate fumbles at Miami last week. How about that? So Boston College is short underdog on the road like that one. And Aiden O'Connell and Purdue can score. The only thing that concerns me is Ohio State's hearing about how the style points didn't look good, the margin of victory didn't look good. They might try, and they've got so many weapons, they might try to, to pour it on. They were playing without Garrett Atkins, one of their best receivers in last week's game. They might try to pour it on. And then, What is that Brom stat? Does that date back to Western Kentucky as well for him, or it's all at Purdue? What's that stat again? Not, he is nine and two as a road dog at Purdue, and the Boilermakers are twenty-five and eight against the spread as road wow. underdogs since two thousand twelve. That's a number for that Big Ten game coming early in the afternoon. A few more moments, Brian Edwards, Vegas Insider, MajorWager.com. Before he's got to get out of here, and we do as well. Kicking off Three Dog Thursday, no huddle underdog picks coming up in the next segment uh, as well. To the National Football League, someone's Falcons. I was thinking of you on the Buck Bye Week come from behind and beat the New Orleans Saints. Thank you very much. That puts the Tampa Bay Buccaneers back in sole possession of first place in the NFC South. My Bucks headed to play the Washington football team in the nation's capital this weekend. I'll be headed there with them this weekend. Falcons, meantime, to Dallas. Real quick, what was that against the Broncos behind 27 to nothing at home? 30. To- 
And did it end up being 30 to nothing before it ended up being 30 to 16? What was that against Teddy Bridgewater and the Broncos? That's just a no-show at home, and it kind of dovetails into you believing in your birds at Dallas with a large number, right? Well, the Falcons has just been a better team on the road the last couple of years. And uh, now the Falcons did give up another enormous lead once again, as is their MO for the last five flipping years. But uh, the Falcons in their last 15 as road underdogs are 11 and four against the spread. And uh, yeah, not only was it 30 to zip Denver, but Dallas got two touchdowns and two point conversions uh, in the last like, 440 or something of that nature. Right. It was 30 to nothing with five or six minutes left. And um, yeah, the Falcons are just a better road team. A couple of books have nine and a half here on Wednesday, and you could buy the half point at the key number of 10 in a, a yet recurring theme to buy to the key number. Um, I think Matt Ryan's playing really well, and um, I think the Falcons will hang around. Wow. All right. Again, that's a lot of points. Uh, Kyle Pitts, your guy, is coming on. Again, Calvin Ridley has stepped away from the team. Mental health issues. Atlanta defense, not very good. Will this yeah. be a Dallas bounce back in this game or, or not uh, here against Atlanta? We'll see. Before I have you out of here, the Sunday night game is the Vegas Raiders and the Kansas City Chiefs. I will mention this with T.C. Martin, who will be on on the No Huddle Underdogs in the next segment. Again, he's the guy that's been rolling. He may take the Raiders. we got to listen and find out. But the Raiders are the home underdog here this is more a play against the Chiefs I think and I see you nodding Brian because I can see you right now or do you want to warn me off here the Raiders off the loss coming all the way east to the New York Giants but they come back home and I just don't believe in Kansas City they're still a mess even though they found a way to win that Green Bay game without Aaron Rodgers no it's definitely Raiders or pass I'm probably I'm leaning toward the Raiders what the Chiefs are now what three and 16 against the spread their last 19 if I'm not mistaken um, or it That's might be incredible. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And uh, it's two and majority- seven this year. I know that. And then you go back yeah. to the Super Bowl with the Bucks, but it's two and seven this year. They didn't cover last week at home. Yep. Yep. No, I thought that's Raiders are past for sure in my mind. And uh, before we get out of here, I'll give you one more underdog stat. I haven't decided if I'm taking Mississippi State, but uh, I used this stat last week because I had them at Arkansas and they covered and should have won outright if they don't miss three field goals. Mike Leach teams are 22 and 10 against the spread last 32 as road underdogs. Obviously, most of that at Washington State. Interesting. And that's the game with Auburn for Mississippi State. But Leach is also finding it a little harder in the SEC West than it was at Washington State uh, with the success that he had there. We will find out what happens with the college doggies and the NFL. Brian Edwards, plug away on how they find you, read you, hear you elsewhere. Go. Uh, find me on Twitter at Vegas uh, B Edwards. You can find my content at majorwager.com. Uh, All my picks at vegasinsider.com and Brian Edwards uh, sports.com. Thanks for having me, TJ. And I uh, hope my Falcons are still in the wild card hunt next time we speak. Hey, we'll if they, That's if, the only if team they, I got right now, my if Hawks. If they suck. win, I know the Gators, I know, and the Hawks are in the tank. Hey, the Braves got the World Series for you since last we talked. But, yeah, the Falcons with a win here against Dallas could be in the conversation. Yes. Well, no, right now we are the last team in the wild card right now in the NFC. And one stat. Hawks 0 and 7 against the spread, 1 and 6 straight up on the road. Keep fading them when they're on the road. Although I think they go get wow. back home 
tomorrow, maybe. Yep. Some of that's been those West Coast games that they've been playing uh, as well with that. So he even has NBA. He's got it all. MajorWager.com. Follow him at Vegas B. Edwards. Good luck with the underdogs. He's got Tennessee. He's got Purdue. He's got Boston College. Pick one that you like. And his Falcons in the NFL. Minnesota. Brian, Minnesota, Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota Golden Plus Gophers, too. Five and a half or six. Okay, we like that too with Iowa. He's got he's got a bevy of underdogs. We always love it. Brian Edwards, thank you. I appreciate you hanging here on Three Dog Thursday, brother. Thank you, sir. Oh man, we got have much a good week. more on the way. Hang in there with us. But first, we're brought to you by our friends at WinBet. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? Well, WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. And we're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. You've got exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all the favorite teams, the players, the sports. We've got the NFL starting up soon. Uh, Major League Baseball is ongoing. You've got the golf. You've got the MMA. Uh, Pretty soon the NBA will be back. The NHL will be back. College football and more. Great promos, odds and payouts from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. We have what you need with WinBet. If you're ready to play, sign up today. Get a special offer. Get a risk-free $500 bet from us at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network by just downloading and using our promo code SGPN. Download the WinBet app. Visit wynnbet.com. That's wynnbet.com to find out more right now. If you're ready to play, if you're ready to win, they're the premier sports betting experience. Download, bet, and win with WinBet. And we're brought to you by the guys at PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. PropSwap always has the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors just like yourself. You see a bet you like, but you think the price is too high, submit a bid for a price that you think is fair and then buy it. Use our promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to 500 bucks. Double the cash means double the odds. And if you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time. So your bet doesn't have to win to make money. It just needs to improve. Thousands of bettors across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. Get started today. Go to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. Prop Swap, where America buys and sells sports bets. And we're brought to you in part by Better Fantasy, the new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bet hits and even help raise money for charity along the way. They're a brand new company. They're looking to grow their adopter community. It's a slick, fun app to use. And one of the reasons why we love it here at SGPN is prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in some prop bets on Better Fantasy. It's totally free to play. Down Download it for the iPhone or for Android. Check them out on the web, betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. Again, spell it B-E-T-T-O-R, betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. And we're brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. Have you heard about Prize Picks and the daily fantasy that they have made easy? You're going to love it if you just check it out. It is free to customize your sport and give you some under and overs that you like for the upcoming week as well. Prize Picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market, and Prize Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes every game. They offer any prop you can think of 
yardage, touchdowns in football, interceptions thrown, three-pointers, block shots, whatever in basketball, on and on. And any users that deposit right now on prize picks and use our promo code SGP get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Again, pick two to five players, pick an under over on their projection, went up to 10 times the amount of your entry. It is you against the projected number with prize picks. Again, use the award-winning app in the App Store, the Google Play Store. The entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is easy to sign up and to get in with prize picks. And again, use our promo code SGP. Get a 100% instant deposit bonus match up to $100. Go to the App Store. It's prize picks. Daily fantasy made easy. We're also brought to you by our friends at BetQL Daily. Do you feel like the last one out when it comes to sports betting? You don't know where to start? understand where the market is moving and use smart bets out there and have some fun while you're doing it with our friends at BetQL. And the BetQL Daily is a must-listen show for sports bettors and fans alike. Check out these guys. They're hilarious. They mix it up. The insults are flying between the hosts and the bettors. It's interactive. And the guys, Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth, they serve up what they call wager entertainment, the sports talk you love with betting insights that you need each weekday. Find out where the market's moving across the week on the biggest sporting events. If you miss out on the early games, BetQ Daily has you covered there too with recaps and some of the the best to recent line movements as well. Again, check them out at BetQ Daily. If you're not sure where to start with sports betting, start it with BetQ Daily. Listen weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time on Odyssey, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app, BetQL Daily. And a reminder, the SGPN app is right there live now in the App Store and the Google Play Store. This app gives you easy access to all of our picks, all of our podcasts, everything in the content from the SGPN family of shows and everything that's going on on the app. Don't forget, give us an app review. Download the SGPN app today in the App Store and the Google Play Store. Look for us. It's the SGPN app. Dogs are barking. Who will get it done this week? Three Dog Thursday now continues. Here again is TJ Reeves. We do come back in here on the only digital radio show that you need to look after those underdogs and podcast form here on Three Dog Thursday. Coming up, our no huddle underdog picks. TC Martin, who's been white hot, blazing on picking the underdog winners, even outright winners. Three for three last week, three outright winners in the NFL, 10 for 11 on the season. He's going to lead off the no huddle underdogs. And then my guys, Jonathan Grella, based in Washington, D.C., longtime Jets guy, uh, former PR director with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
uh, is intertwined in the fabric of the NFL about 18 different ways. I look forward to talking with him about the Jets and the large number against the Bills and what he thinks on that, and a little more, too, uh, about it. maybe even some college basketball from Jonathan. He's a big Villanova guy, Villanova with the national championships recently in college basketball. We'll talk to him about that uh, as well. And then my guy Ari Russell is also here. Ari, a big University of Miami alum and apologist. Looky here. The Hurricanes have won three in a row now after Manny Diaz uh, had basically crashed that program, but now they've responded, they've rebounded, and they're an underdog at Florida State. I want to talk to Ari about that and a little bit about his New York Giants. He's based in New York. He has followed uh, Big Blue for a long time. And have the Giants found some things or not? They're even on the bye week this week. They'll come back and play my Buccaneers on Monday Night Football. So Ari will be here with a no-huddle underdog pick uh, as well. Uh, I was saying with Brian Edwards uh, that I agree with him on Boston College. I think I'm going to go so far as to also go Purdue Boilermakers with him as well. I found another stat there during the timeout that Ohio State is just 2-6 and six right now in their last eight games at the Horseshoe as a favorite. So uh, that's another one going, going back to last year with the COVID compressed season a year ago and into this year. That may favor Purdue, and that is a ton of points with Aiden O'Connell, the quarterback. I know Ohio State's defense is good. I saw this team firsthand blast Indiana, but Purdue is much better than Indiana. With the upsets over Iowa at Iowa and Michigan State last week, I think they play with confidence. I think they hang in the game. So I am going Boston College. I am going Purdue. I owe you an NFL underdog. I'm going to seek some underdog advice from TC coming up here and from my other guys, from Jonathan Grella uh, as well, and then make an underdog pick here at the end of the show. Without further delay, here we go with the no huddle pay attention in particular to tc martin you're about to hear why as we crank it up highly anticipated does not do it justice the doctor is in tc martin of the tc martin show in las vegas five days a week more importantly for the purposes of this here segment kicking off the uh, roll call here of no huddle picks the engraved invitation the red carpet out Frankly, as I said on your show earlier this week, T.C. Martin, I was expecting like a one for three or maybe even an 0 for three. My God, three for three on the T.C. Martin underdogs, making you 10 for 11. Now on the season, on this show, documented, there is now an expectation, my friend. Welcome. How are you? Welcome back to the No Huddle Underdog Picks. Uh, you, you have been in fuego, to say the least. Timeout, rewind, stand by. On fire, in flago, as you say, uh, before last week, you know, eight in a row, eight out of nine, whatever it was you said, and you expected, expected one out of one, one out of three, TJ, what just is wrong with you? One out of three. Where just, does that come into play? The do theory? Is that what the, you're thinking here? The law of averages, the fact you're picking three games, not just one, but the doctor demonstrated this has been no fluke. This is no accident. The doctor came strong with the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, came strong. Also, what else did you have? New York Giants, right, against the right. Uh, the Raiders. And then Tennessee Titans on Sunday night. You were golden uh, last week. So very impressive. The record speaks for itself. And so that leads us in here. You have the entire list, the entire buffet of Week 10 NFL games. Everybody's been waiting for that. As I said to you on your show, I've had people contacting me on which way is, T- is TC leaning. I said, you got to wait for the show. You got to wait for the podcast. Here it is, folks. The doctor is in. Go. Okay. Well, 
just to upset you, TJ Reeves, like I did a couple of weeks ago, I'm probably going to do it again. And I usually do not like selecting, asking bad teams to do something good for me because I like selecting good teams. However, with your format being a three dog Thursday, we cannot play any favorites. So we have to find those dogs that either can hopefully overperform or the opponent can underdeliver. So that's what we're going with this week. We're going to Landover, Maryland, my friend, where you're going to be. That's right. We are going <laughs> against those Buccaneers, just like we did a couple weeks ago. And we're going to go with the Washington football team. The reasoning as follows, my friend. Yeah, I'm all uh, ears. Okay. Uh, both teams coming off a bye this week. And as you know, TJ, some teams actually love the bye week, and the bye week is good for them. Others don't particularly care for a bye week. And in this situation with Ron Rivera's club, I think the bye week came a very appropriate time. It gave Washington a chance to get healthy, to kind of get refocused, because we've seen some signs with Washington that they are pretty good at times. We go back to last year's playoff game where this is a rematch and kind of a revenge situation. As we saw Washington play your Tampa Bay Buccaneers extremely well, extremely close. It even had your boy Tom Brady and Bruce Arians a little bit nervous going into the fourth quarter of that game in Landover, Maryland. So, uh, yeah, I, I like Ron Rivera. I like Washington in this spot. They're getting nine and a half points. I'm not necessarily saying outright winner, but I do think that this uh, game will be close because Washington plays a lot of teams close. And uh, Tyler Heineke, who we saw, as you saw firsthand last year, surprised a lot of people. He's been somewhat uneven. Some of the league has figured him out a little bit. But according to my sources there in Washington, uh, Rivera has used this bye week very, very nicely. And I expect Washington to show up. And the defense will come up big with uh, um, Chase Young and Montez Sweat. So look for Brady to be a little bit uncomfortable at times, just enough to slide in and get that cover for the Burgundy and Gold. Interesting. And again, you're not calling for the outright win on a nine and a half or 10 point doggy here. But as I said to you on your own show, you were kind of leaning this way on your own show earlier in the week before three dog Thursday, Devin white did not play in that game. The star Buccaneer linebacker due to COVID-19 positive status. And uh, the bottom line is here. He's going to be chasing Taylor Heineke all over the football field. If he takes off to run, that's going to be a big factor. And again, Brady has been bonkers off the bye week. So is Bruce Arians as the coach. The numbers back that up. And this team didn't lose a game off the bye week in, in uh, early December last year, all the way through the postseason. So let's see who's refocused. The doctor's going there. And, and I can't question it because you went there with the New Orleans Saints a couple of weekends ago, and you got them. That's the Saints, though, with a winning tradition, a right. winning coach with uh with uh, already a winning season this year this is the washington football mess in dc i don't know but the the doctor has spoken that's all i can say to the audience the doctor has spoken 10 out of 11 the doctor has spoken with his underdog because you could have gone anywhere uh for this week i just want to ask you i was saying to brian edwards back in the opening segment i like the raiders in the spot fading more the chiefs Quick chance to talk me out of that. That's the Sunday night game. I know the Raiders lost in New York to the Giants, came all the way back home. The Chiefs have not looked good in weeks, even in wins. You want to scare me off on home doggy Raiders? Yeah, I would scare you off a little bit on this one. Uh, I Just like I tried to scare you off of, of uh, West Virginia last week with Oklahoma State. But and I will just right. say that, uh, you know, this is a spot for the Chiefs 
where they know that they got to start turning things around. And this is a perfect opponent for the Chiefs. Uh, as when you look at that Raiders secondary, it is a mess. And you look at the linebacking core, this and that. If Patrick Mahomes is going to have a bust out game, it's going to be this week. And we go back to the last three, four weeks for that matter. You know, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes have seen some pretty strong defenses, especially secondaries. He's not going to see that uh, here at Allegiant Stadium in, in Las Vegas. You could say that Derek Carr will probably have the bounce back game here, but I see this, these two teams trending in different directions like we traditionally see at this time of year. Raiders coming off a of bye week have never been good, and that was case uh, again last week. Second half of the season, we've seen the Raiders uh, just falter miserably, and we are at that time. And then on the contrary, we see where the Chiefs start really picking up the pace, and they say, okay, it's game time now. And I think they look at the Raiders. They remember coming here last year where basically they were outplayed for the majority of the game, but the experience won over. Now you're in a situation they're not going to come in shocked. They played in this building before. And again, coming off another substandard week where the defense actually played pretty good for the Chiefs. I look for the Chiefs to get them, my friend. So beware, be careful. Again, I think that's a very low number. If you're looking to play Kansas City, you're looking at this and you're saying, wow, I can only give up two and a half against this soft Raiders defense. Something to think about. But again, worth noting, as we've said, nine games played, two and seven against the number, Kansas City yep. for this year. And but almost you got to remember, throw out the numbers here because they've been basically either double digit favorites or more than a, a touchdown favorite in, in just about all of those games. This is less than a field goal, my friend. I understand. So, you know, and let me tell You'll you this need a Chiefs win. No real, need a Chiefs no real win. home field advantage here as well, too, just because there is going to be probably 10 to 15,000 Chiefs fans in the house. And we've seen that when Chicago came here before and even Miami, believe it or not, they brought a lot of people, but uh, with Chiefs fans, they've had this game circle on the calendar. I heard Allegiant airlines is doubling and tripling up the flights from KC to Vegas. So uh, be prepared. If you're watching from afar, you're going to hear some noise uh, when the Chiefs get in the end zone. This guy's been making noise on the no huddle underdogs. Last chance to bail on Washington football team before Brady humiliates them. You're not bailing. You're backing them to at least keep I, it I close. Can't, I, I gave it out. Would it surprise me if your boys have a double digit victory? No, it would not surprise me. And so if the streak has to come to an end, my friend, it couldn't be happier that it's coming to you and your employer. Okay. However, you did go against the Bucks two weeks ago and you were right. On the road, I love that spot too. I love that spot for many of those reasons that I told you a couple weeks ago. Uh, even though Jameis Winston went out early in that game, and I was like, "Oh boy, here we go." But no, I mean, again, that was only the second home game for the for for New Orleans, and I know they're going to be fired up. And again, that defense against Brady, and we know it's a big rivalry. They play each other close, so I thought that was a good spot. Reds, uh, Washington, they play teams close. I, I just think that this is one of those games that it should not be a blowout. So I will go ahead. I will risk it. I will put it forward and go with a two and six team against your beloved Super Bowl champions. It's the reverse against a six and two team. The doctor, TC Martin, plug away social media, how they hear the show. You have the show five days a week, Monday through Friday, two to 4 p.m. Pacific. Uh, of course, that is 5 to 7 Eastern. But of course, you can listen anytime, anywhere under the podcast section. Check out the interviews that we have up there, everything else. Uh, great stuff on the show each and every day, Monday through Friday in our best bet segment. Tune into that. We've got a slew of handicappers, including myself, up there each and every Friday live from the Cosmopolitan Las Vegas. Uh, the best bets tab is up there, so you can check that out. Social media, Twitter, uh, TC Martin 21. So, uh, 
chime on board, brother. And uh, TJ Reeves, listen to the show. You hear this man on the show pretty often. Yes. We frequent each other's shows. Lots of conversations. TCMartinShow.com to find it, to find all the good content. Always love it. Again, he's 10 for 11 with NFL underdogs to this point. Is it the Washington football team getting the nine and a half of the 10? We will find out. TC, thank you, brother. I got a feeling I'll be getting a text from you uh, at some point in time during the course of this game while you should be working. Indeed, it has been far too long since I've gotten the chance to chat it up with Jonathan Grella from JAG Public Affairs up in the Washington, D.C. area. Love his insight. Full disclosure, Jonathan used to run the Buccaneers communications department while I was around, making sure that I had coach or player or whatever I needed, croissants, whatever I would need and whenever I would need it, this man would always provide. Good to have you back on Three Dog Thursday, uh, including with the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 your first love, showing some life at times this season. How are you, my friend? I'm well. Uh, they are not. And when you're a Jets fan, you're already um, out of the uh, serious playoff hunt by um, by midfall, <laughs> and, and and doing mock mock drafts by Thanksgiving. Um, so that's 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 where we're at. Other than that, life's good. I mean, the last two seasons, I think, when I've had you on on this podcast, you were bemoaning Adam Gase, you were bemoaning Sam Darnold. Now, now it's just new actors in the same play. Now it's Robert Sala as the first year yeah. coach. Kyle Wilson's already hurt. We're going to Mike White. Zach Wilson. The former, Zach Wilson, excuse me. Uh, we're going to Mike White, the former USF and Western Kentucky quarterback. We're going to Josh Johnson, who was the quarterback of the B-U-C-C-A-N-E-E-R-S. Go Bucks! when Jonathan Grella was around at one point. That's uh, true. On the Bucks. Uh, but uh, Josh Johnson didn't play poorly in relief. Mike, Mike White threw for 400 yards in his first start for a win. All hope is not necessarily lost as we morph it into a Sunday underdog, uh, 12 to 12 and a half point underdog at the time we're talking against the Buffalo Bills. I mean, you can't say that they can't score. They have been scoring some points. There is some optimism here. No matter who, the, no matter if we're going to Ken O'Brien or Richard Todd this weekend for the Jets. Hey, um, this is great therapy. Do I have to pay you or has that, or do you take insurance? I do. Um, uh, yeah. good, good on the copay. Uh, just let me know. But I'm just I'm just saying right. that even while being annihilated on Thursday night football, Josh Johnson led a comeback of sorts and made no it interesting. Question. This team has hey, scored some points. Josh Johnson, um, you don't survive in this in this league the way you the way he has without some um, athleticism, some intelligence, um, some survival skills. Um, and being a and being a good teammate and and probably leader, I happen to know JJ to be both, uh, uh, to be all those things, um, and you know trade the occasional DM with him. Um, I'm happy he's stuck. I was not I was not surprised that he um, that he did pretty well last week. Here's the thing though, TJ, um, when you're with certain franchises like the one the one that I was raised on. Um, you know, everybody thinks you're you're plucky and adorable for keeping something within two, three scores. Um, of course, the Buccaneers, when I was there, were much closer to that than what they are right now. So my, right. my timing's impeccable, Teach. Uh, but so, yeah, are the Jets perfectly capable of hanging with anyone? Sure. 
are, are have they beaten a couple quality teams? Sure. But have they also shown that they can get smoked for no good reason? Like news, losing 27 nil to the to the uh, Broncos or whatever. Like, and it isn't a matter of effort. Um, they they do they do play real hard for the coaches, and you better hope so in the first half of the coaches' first season. Um, and um, makes me wonder about preparation or or scheme or communication. Um, between players and coaches um, as they can hang with anyone and they can get smoked by anyone. Thus the, um, you know, the dozen points um, that, uh, that the Jets are getting at home. Yep. Home doggy. But we, uh, Mike White showed something a couple of weeks ago. And again, we have to question sure. whether he's fully healthy uh, off the hand injury in the Thursday night game. He's had 10 he's days. He's going. At yeah. the time that we're talking, he did practice Wednesday. We suspect he's going to be able to make some throws. But I was impressed because he threw two first-quarter interceptions in the Cincinnati game and then overcame it. So, again, yeah. if anybody's buying what I'm selling, if, if Jet fan, Jonathan, if anybody's buying what I'm selling, they may have a puncher's chance to score and hang in this game with an angry Buffalo team, but a Buffalo team that could only muster, what, six points against the Jags. Oh, my week. fantasy teams are not happy right now with with – any of those guys from Josh Allen to Stefan Diggs to uh, Devin Singletary. Um, but be that as it may, you're, you are correct. Um, I am pleasantly surprised if with any, if there's anything I could be pleasantly surprised about um, in the same sentence as, as the word jets, it's um, how the offensive come al- has come alive. But of course the, the, um, the flip side of that same coin is why hasn't Zach shown that yet? So if the system is quarterback friendly, as we were promised, then we shouldn't be surprised that a Mike White or a Josh Johnson um, could perform capably, maybe. And we haven't even mentioned Flacco um, coming back again. Um, the Flacco come back. Um, I show me, show me at least, I mean, this is, this is too much to ask. And I, and I, uh, I know I'm ranting, but you, you started this TJ yep. is, um, is it too much to ask that you have a quarterback that throws for 300 yards two three times a season that, that the team scores 30 points two three times a season? What, what it, why is the field look 200 yards long when our offense is on it and, and 40 yards long when the other team's offense is on it? Um, it kills me, man. And you are so correct that just like the band uh, Menudo um, and, uh, and several <laughs> other characters in pop culture, the players may change, but the hits, they remain the same. Oh, listen to you. Jonathan Grella with me. He's at Jonathan Grella on Twitter, G-R-E-L-L-A. Also, Jag Public Affairs, his public affairs shop in Washington, D.C. I wanted to mention something to you, TJ. Speaking of, of Tampa and, and things that are in Washington, is look what I dug up, a USFL <laughs> 1984 championship hat that took place... That- that hat is tremendous for those seeing it on video that hat is tremendous and i remember that championship game because they didn't go to the highest seeds home field what is that the arizona wranglers it was wranglers stars 84 usfl championship game hat that jonathan grella has on the head uh the red white and blue it looks terrible on me but it's that's okay that is some kind of artifact that you have there uh, mentioning about 
uh, the USFL and Tampa Bay, where Steve Spurrier's bandits were always involved. And remember the Jim Mora Philadelphia Burt Stars. Reynolds, baby, show some respect. Yes. Gene Deckerhoff, former wingman. Gene Deckerhoff on the call of the Burt Reynolds, John Bassett, Tampa Turn Bay bandits, Ferguson. bandit ball, Spurrier with bandit ball. We yep. reminisce. But Jim Mora's Philadelphia Stars dominated that league. And I had forgotten that the championship game played like the Super Bowl rotating around was played in Tampa, at least for that year in 80, in 84, uh, when they did, what an artifact, what a guy, Jonathan Grella. Sometimes we'll take a tour around my, my office and then my garage and we will see luchador maps <laughs> and wrestling belts and, and countless other useless things. My, my um, real estate or my property rights have shrunk Mrs. Grell has done a very good job of pushing all of my yep. personal space into one pile. Um, and um, it's going to be smaller by the time you see me next, I'm sure. It's now um, a borderline hoarding situation in the same room stacked yes, up to the ceiling. Right. If that's yeah. okay. This man also has like a world championship wrestling uh, championship belt or two, maybe even the tag team championship belts. Two? Uh, action figures. Yeah, two. Uh, action figures from the wrestling memorabilia from Washington Nats baseball uh, that I'm seeing around the office uh, on the video, all kinds all right, of we'll things. We'll take a spin around here sometime and then out yeah, the garage we need another to. time. We um, need to, but anytime you're digging out the USFL, we are all, all about that. Uh, listen, fantastic stuff. Plug away again. Uh, he's even a Villanova basketball guy because that's his school. Went to Villanova in D.C., New York Allegiance. But Nova Nation is back. Jay Wright is back after a, a healthy start to the college basketball season with an easy win in the opening game. So at least you have something to look forward to. And I think your Jets, I'm not taking them, but I think the Jets can hang with Buffalo in this game on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, sure. They can hang. They can also get smoked. They, they are not... Um they may be the the most tempting choice out there, TJ. Um, but I, I think they, they're Jekyll and Hyde and, and that's a shame. Um, we'll see, we'll see how this all shakes out in time. Um, but, but to Nova hoops, uh, expecting a big year as we've been spoiled, they have been always the, the oasis from the football team. And just when the jets are out of the playoff picture by late October, then here comes Villanova basketball. And I don't feel like such a loser for a few months. Um, and uh, yeah, so now we'll be back and, and bringing back some um, fifth year seniors who were pretty, pretty good. Um, so we're uh, currently ranked fourth and, 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 and yesterday was, was a really good way to shake the rust off. So um, we'll see Friday we're at UCLA. Um, so a nice early test for the cats. Um, but I believe in Jay Wright who belongs in Hollywood. I hope they let him come home again. I love that, and, and I love the fact that for the two Villanova National Championships recently, both in Texas, Jonathan Grell and I were around each other on both Correct. occasions. So if the, if the Final Four is back in Texas and Nova makes it there, Grella and I are there, and it's a Nova lock. Now, it's a lot to get you know in order and a lot to happen, a lot of variables, but we were there in San Antonio. We were there in Houston. It happened both times for Nova basketball. Plug away, social media, everything where they can find you because I have much yeah. love. For Jonathan Grella, go. Thank you. Um, so for my personal handle at Jonathan Grella, um, if you're looking for public affairs or public relations, crisis communications, things like that, 
Um, that's Jag Public Affairs. Website's jag.ninja. Um, and Jag, and I think it's at Jag Pub Affairs on Twitter. Um, there's a little thing called the Daily Malarkey, which is a, a fun <laughs> newsletter, uh, political satire, if you will, for certain certain type. I, I, um, I got to say, I got a I got a kick uh, about every day out of the Daily Malarkey, just the spin on things and the references to the 80s, the movies, pro wrestling. Everything is fair game on the Daily Malarkey with the newsletter, the email, uh, thank and all you. of that. <laughs> All right. So check, thank you. Check us out at Daily Malarkey. Sign up at DailyMalarkey.com and um, and you'll get a little bit of snark brevity, so to speak, first thing in the morning, weekdays. Um, it's really been fun to do it. And and of course, I think of my friends like you when you include a GIF of Ric Flair or, or you oh. name it. Um, so thanks, thanks for the plug, TJ. I appreciate it. If you do not have Macho Man Savage off the top rope with a flying elbow at some point, I'm going to be disappointed. You got to work that in on the Daily Malarkey. Uh, funny you should mention that, that, <laughs> that this weekend I had a Macho Man, uh, I had a Macho Man gif picked out, um, of him in the H Hogan handshake, the Mega Powers yes, handshake. I remember the superpowers, the Mega Powers. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mega Powers, right. And, and I, I was, I was thinking about, Dave Portnoy and Aaron Rodgers coming together as the mega powers are both getting canceled at the same time and, and decided to forge an alliance to save America. And I could even sense the, Oh yeah. While the <laughs> handshake yes. happened. Good, oh, it's yeah, too good. Portnoy doing or one get of these. The Sarasota, Florida's finest, even though he's originally from Illinois, but Sarasota, Florida was where he resided for a Down long time. The late I love it. Is where he and his brother leaping Lanny Poffo, or that's where Lanny said he was from. And of course, Randy was a baseball player. The father, I guess, was uh, Angelo Poffo. Uh, and, you know, a <laughs> great, uh, at least half of it was a great wrestling family. Um, so, anyway, oh, yeah. And that, yeah. So, uh, great reference. And, uh, yeah, if you like that kind of stuff, Cobra Kai and wrestling and, oh, and my 80s pop culture, um, come check us out. Um, not for the faint of heart. Stay away, snowflakes, just like I love it. I love it. And you're a Jet fan, so you're used to being a punching bag anyway. Sometimes you got to retaliate. <laughs> that is what you got to do if you're Speaking Jonathan Speaking of punching bags, TJ, the one time I ever uh, broke a real bone was was using one of those speed bags at a bar on South Howard in Tampa. Um, <laughs> I remember you had the broken hand. Yeah, which is great. And and then we had uh, players sign it. And who was it that signed it? It was... Um, uh, um, was it Angelo Dundee who came to came yeah. to? Uh, I think great. he signed my boxer's fracture, which was fun. The, the great Angie Dundee, the trainer of Muhammad Ali, of Sugar Ray yeah. Leonard, and some of the great fighters of all time. Absolutely. Right. All right. So, so yeah, that, that's my uh, boxing in Tampa uh, reference. So, well, it all comes back to the old stomping grounds, bud. I always love Jonathan Grello with me. Thank you for the no huddle underdog conversation here. We'll see what the Jets do with the Buffalo Bills. Jonathan, thank you. Be well. I look forward too, to uh, seeing what's going to happen here uh, in the NFL this weekend. Thank you, sir. I hope to see you this weekend. Bye. He is the anchor leg. It has been far too long since my man Ari Russell has been back aboard on Three Dog Thursday. But lo and behold, the Miami Hurricanes. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on in South Florida? I thought they wanted Manny Diaz gone with the Canes, with the U. They've now won three in a row. So Coach Ari has to show here on Three Dog Thursday to explain what's going on there, talk a little underdogs, and much more. 
Uh, Ari and I go way back, Sirius XM alumni, brothers from another mother, tune in. We work a bunch on tune in and the college basketball coverage, et cetera. Uh, he is based in New York. My friend, how are you? And I, I do, I can see you. I do see a smile when I bring up Miami, a three game win streak. Who'd have thunk it? I thought, I thought this team was dead in the water. How are you? Well, uh, three things, Tyler Van Dimes. He has been, he has been the, uh, the guy that really, the reason why this team has won three, three games in a row. I think, uh, you know, who would have thought it, it, it really looked like this team wasn't going to win any ACC games, maybe Duke, uh, the rest of the year, but, but, but then the uh, TVD comes in and, you know, really did a good job in the second half of the Virginia game, second half of the UNC game. And then from there on, you know, he's had three games that are outstanding historic performances. The first time since Bernie Kosar, uh, quarterback for Miami, has thrown for over 325 yards in three consecutive games. Uh, he outperformed one of the Heisman uh, hopefuls in uh, when the Pittsburgh game. He definitely outperformed that game. Um Look, you know, even my child is excited about it. In the background, you know, uh, it's 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 been amazing, and this guy might end up saving Manny Diaz's job. Uh, I believe know. it or not, it's amazing. Uh, look, I was calling for his head uh, all over Twitter because I just thought things were terrible, falling apart, and I just. But here comes this quarterback in, and he just comes in ice water uh, as as a, as a redshirt freshman, and uh, you know, I think that he's been the difference, and I think that the future of Miami's programs is literally on his shoulders right now, and he. He's been doing a great job. I, I worked that game in Chapel Hill, and they could have, should have, would have won that game down inside the red zone, touchdown to win, field goal to tie, and the ball gets deflected in the air with ten seconds left and intercepted. They don't not they don't they don't only uh, get the touchdown. They not only don't get that, they don't even get the chance at the field goal. Yeah, so we're maybe talking about a four game win streak, but they they've come through that adversity. I, I'm just, again, needling you. Do you want them winning these games? They're about to play the rivalry game at Florida State. Do you want them winning that game and saving Manny Diaz at this point as the underdog? I Honestly, like because of what we're seeing now with having a quarterback of our future, I think, yes, I want to see them win because I want to see this kid go and rise. I want to see him continue to be successful. If that means that it saves Manny Diaz's job, look, that's a good thing. Look. This program has had a lot of problems. We're finally seeing a quarterback position of continuity. We lost King. We bring in this guy that's a redshirt freshman. He's been lighting it up, historic numbers for the program. We're excited. We should be excited. It's rivalry week. FSU stinks this year. We have to win this game. You know, it doesn't matter. I don't care if, if Manny Diaz gets fired or not. You still got to beat FSU. And I don't think there's a single fan that will be rooting against Miami because they want to see the coach fired because it's FSU. That's mindless. I don't think that even the most craziest fans in the world wouldn't do that. Uh, and trust me, I'm on the, the message boards all the time uh, on the Facebook groups, the Facebook fan group. Yep. And people talk about real fans, real fans, this real fans, that. Yeah, I don't know if there's any fans that are out there that are rooting against Miami this week because it's FSU. And I will confess again, I worked the national radio game with Tiki Barber a year ago when Miami obliterated Mike Norvell's Florida State team. Norvell wasn't even there because he was COVID-19 positive. Right. So they had a backup coach, but they, they could have beaten them by 70 that night. And they didn't try to. Manny Diaz didn't try to. So now this is the rematch game. Very interesting with the Canes. You're not going to go with that one, though. You're instead going to go to an SEC game as we get into the no-huddle underdogs with Ari Russell finishing it up. He's at Ari Russell on Twitter. 
you're liking some Mississippi State. I know you've been very fond of Mike Leach for years. Texas Tech, Wazoo, you like you some Bulldogs against Auburn in this showdown on the Plains. Uh, they're getting a few points, getting like five points. You like Mississippi State here real quick? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, with Mike Leach here with the, the Pirate um, on the road. Like, yeah, I think he's pretty good on the road, um, especially as a dog. Uh, five points, I think, uh, for, for, you know, they barely lost. It was a close game last week. They had their chances against Arkansas. Uh, the irony is is that Arkansas was looking to hire him, and now the coach of Arkansas is 2-0 against Leach. Um, you know, but but I think this is a game where, uh, you know, I, I'm not really too fond on Auburn. Um, but you never know at the SEC. I just think that, that Mike Leach, they're at least going to cover. It's going to be close. Two, three-point game, even if they lose. He's got that quarterback. Will Rogers is his name. Great name. Uh, you know, never met a man, never met a pass. He didn't like will, will Rogers doing well, Mississippi kid um, throwing the football. We'll see Auburn again, stink bomb last week with only three points at Texas A&M. Some of that was Texas A&M's defense. We'll see. And before you get out of here on the no huddle underdogs, the giants are off this week, but the giants are playing better football and their next game is against my Buccaneers on Monday night football a week from Monday, Daniel Jones and that defense they may create some problems here for my super my, my Super Bowl champion Buccaneers come a week from Monday on the 22nd. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> um, you know, it's really going to be dependent on the pass rush. Now, the good news is that that's developed. And another guy, hey, from the U, Quincy Roche has been really uh, the rookie that's come in there, uh, you know, out of a Miami guy that really came in and took over the job. And he closed out the game in that big upset win over uh, over the, the Raiders this week. Uh, strip sack at the end of the game uh, that pass rush is really that's that's the key to beating Brady and we, we all know that the Giants have also had Brady's number in the past we know that so you know getting the pass rush going in and getting pressure on on Brady is going to be the they key they were good but against Mahomes in the Monday night game as well could have won that should have could have would have could have yeah, won that game coaching and, that's and here's the thing you know at the end of the day if it's going to be a close game and it's going to be coaching we ain't going to win that game. We might cover, <laughs> but we're not going to win that game <laughs> because we know that our coach is suspect. Well, the, we talk Joe about Judge, it. yes. You're not a Joe Judge fan, I can tell, being a New York guy, but you're not going to lose this week. You got the bye week. You've won a couple of games recently, and now you're going to have Monday Night Football with the Bucks. We'll see. That gives him his full attention, or at least most of his attention, on Miami against Florida State. Some of his attention's got to be on his daughter because she's very big into Clifford the Big Red Dog. Ari never knew what Clifford the Red, Big Red Dog the show was or who Clifford was. He I does knew Clifford now. the books. Ador- <laughs> the books, yes. Adorable pictures of your daughter, by the way, uh, dressing up as Clifford on Halloween. We love that. And let's see what happens with Miami and Florida State. Your underdog on the no huddles, Mississippi State, but he will have eyes on the Canes and FSU this weekend as well. Ari Russell, I love it. I appreciate the insight and the time. We'll be catching up with you down the road on Three Dog Thursday and for the college basketball coverage. Thank you, my friend. All right. Thanks, TJ. See you later. There we go. One more time on the No Huddle Underdog Picks uh, from all the different guys with college and NFL doggies and what will happen with T.C. Martin. He's only got to pick one dog this week and does very much love the Washington football team. How about that? Uh, against my buckets, I just don't see it. And it is a lot of points, and he didn't say necessarily to win the game, just to keep it close 
for the WFT in the nation's capital. I'll be headed there with the Buccaneers this weekend. I'll report back next week on that. As the Bucs come off the bye week, again, worth repeating, they didn't lose a game off the bye week a year ago. Uh, Bruce Arians has been outstanding as well as a coach off the bye week with extra time to prepare. The Buccaneers secondary getting a little healthy as well. Stay away from that pick. Even though TC's going there, stay away uh, from that pick. I owe you an NFL doggy. He's scaring me off about the Raiders. TC is closer to it in Las Vegas for the matchup with Kansas City. So I'll back off the Raiders. I will go instead to the Cleveland Browns who played very well last week in a win over Cincinnati. I know they have injury concerns. They've rid themselves of Odell Beckham and his distraction of the last couple of weeks. I know Nick Chubb is hurt. Doesn't look like he's going to be able to play. Maybe, maybe not at New England. Patriots are 1-4 and four at home. I know they are improving all around and offensively. Uh, they've got a three-game win streak, one of those games against Jonathan Grella's Jets at home where they put a 50-burger on New York. But the last couple of weeks against the Chargers and also on the road against uh, the Carolina Panthers, both Justin Herbert and Sam Darnold, killer interceptions, especially in the fourth quarter of close games, interceptions that turned into pick sixes and iced the game for New England both times. I think Baker Mayfield plays the cleaner game with the weapons that he has. Uh, I believe that Cleveland will find a way to win. I'll take the points as them as a road underdog and burst the New England bubble to this point. Everybody's talking about New England and playoffs right now after the three-game win streak, after they began the year, uh, what, three and four. Now they suddenly have won some games, have, uh, have gotten themselves, have gotten the ship righted a little bit here. I still think Cleveland wins this game. I think the Browns are playoff caliber here. Miles Garrett rushing rushing the passer against the rookie quarterback. Uh, Mac Jones, give me Cleveland in an early game at New England to win outright. That'll be my NFL underdog to go with the others. My thanks to Brian Edwards being with us earlier in the podcast with his handicapping, his underdogs, and why, including going with his Falcons again as the Dallas Cowboys. The no-huddle underdogs with T.C. Martin, Jonathan Grella, and Ari Russell on the program. As always, thank you to the Sports Gambling Podcast, their network of shows, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Get the SGPN app for all of the shows, all the gambling shows, including Three Dog Thursday, as part of that as well. We're done here. Subscribe away. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get podcasts. You find us every Thursday. We stay relevant through the weekend with all the college and NFL doggies. Uh, Good luck to the handicappers and the predictors, the selectors here on Three Dog Thursday. Again, I'm going Boston College, Purdue, and the Cleveland Browns for my three for this week. For now, we are done. Thank you for being with us here on Three Dog Thursday. Bye.